Girl, I'm so glad you're here. I know you're crazy busy. So before we get started, I want to give you a gift. It's my new guide called, wait for it, five steps to simplify your focus in five minutes. Now you may need this if you've ever felt like you're being pulled in too many directions. So you do a little of this, then a little of that, and you get whiplash from trying to do all the things that seem to all matter all at the same time, your faith, your relationships, your work or business, your household, and who even has time for fun anymore. Anyway, instead of throwing your hands up in exhaustion and opting for scrolling or binging, let's be honest, who hasn't been there? Set a timer for five minutes, open up this guide and go through these five simple steps. And I promise you'll know exactly where to put your focus right now. So you don't waste your time on less important things. Sound amazing. I know you're here to make an impact for him. So let's redeem your time. My friend head over to lissafiggins.com forward slash five, and I'll whisk it off to your inbox ASAP. And if you're multitasking, because who doesn't, I'll drop the link in the show notes for you. Hey girl, I see you. You long to live fully present, to redeem your time as a faith-led woman, but you feel yourself pulled in so many directions, you're spread way too thin more often than not. And you find that life hits you from all sides, keeping you busy beyond belief, double-minded and distracted. You are not alone. Welcome to the Redeem Her Time podcast. You know that God has a bigger purpose for you than just juggling all the things, yet you can't seem to pause the noise long enough to discover what that is. So you just keep doing more, thinking you're not doing enough or that you're not enough. But somewhere inside, you hear that quiet voice whisper, that's not the life he intends for you. True that. Hey friend, I'm Lissa, fellow sister in Christ, wife, empty nester, and recovering to-do list girl. After trying to keep all the balls in the air for too long, I was exhausted, but I finally let go of doing all the things. And that's when God showed me how to redeem my time for him. Warning, his plans are always better than ours. Imagine redefining your God-given purpose to focus on what matters most in your stage of life, realigning your schedule to create space to invest where it counts and redeeming how you live each day to make a bigger impact for eternity. And maybe, You're doing it all in your favorite holy jeans and Jesus saves graphic tea. This is the podcast for you, my friend. Grab a cup of joe, brew yourself some tea, or mix up a fizzy. And be sure to grab your journal or your notes app, because we're going to get to work. I pray this both blesses and challenges you. Are you ready? Ah, are you breathing in the stillness today too? I love the week between Christmas and New Year's, the shopping and wrapping, the baking and serving, the cleaning and decorating, hosting and visiting is through, but you're not yet fully back in the full swing of things the rest of life. Even those of you who are back to work probably feel a spaciousness this week, something that wasn't there just a few days ago. So take time to pause in the pause. This week, I'm intentionally unplugging in order to reconnect with God, with myself, and with those I love. I know it sounds like an oxymoron to unplug, to reconnect, but sadly in such a connected via tech world, that's what we have to do to get quiet, to quiet the noise so we can finally sit in the stillness. And so today I'm inviting you to join me in an exercise that I myself am doing this week. I invite you to sit down with you and God to dream again. In fact, we're doing it together inside the Redeem Her Time community 
And through December 31st, you can lock in founder member pricing when you use the link listafiggins.com forward slash join dash founder. No worries. I will put that in the show notes. Feel free to push pause and go do that while it's top of mind. And then we'll dive into dreaming with God. So I have to ask, has it been a while since you've spent time dreaming? If so, you're not alone. As little girls, no one had to tell me to dream about being a teacher or a mom or having my own home or going on trips. I did that all the time with my stuffed animals and my dolls. What did you dream about as a little girl? I don't know what happened. Somewhere in my school years, a pencil was put in my hand and a piece of paper on my desk, and I learned to focus on doing and achieving and following rules. And then it was college and starting a career and getting married and becoming a mom and raising kids. And it wasn't until January 1st of the year that I was turning 40 that I suddenly realized I'd forgotten how to dream. Life had become more about putting one foot in front of the other and just making it through the day. Who had time to dream anyway? But with 40 approaching quickly, I had a wake-up call that this was not the life he intended for me. Not that there was anything wrong with being a stay-at-home mom, but I felt him nudge me and remind me that he had given me gifts and abilities and passions to use for his kingdom purposes, whether that was within my home, my church, my neighborhood, or a bigger world out there. But the problem was, I wasn't. It was at that time in my life that I started asking God what he wanted for my life. And then once I had that dream, that vision, I started to live it out. Now, as this episode comes out, I'm staring at 50, just a few months away, and I'm amazed at how fast the last decade has passed. And I feel that stirring in me yet again to redeem my time for what he has given me to do for such a time as this. You don't have to have any special milestone moment like a decade birthday or even a new year for that matter. You can start dreaming with God any day of the year, but it's always the best day to start today. So I'm giving you permission, permission to pause, to slow life down long enough to just be, permission to ponder, to ask good questions that lead to actions and answers. Today is the perfect day. There's something about cozy blankets, shorter days and longer nights, and the lights that are still twinkling on the tree. So grab your journal and let's lean in and do this together. Actually, let me pause for a minute before we get into the simple process to ask a key question. Why is it so hard for women to dream? Why don't we just naturally do this? As I sat and pondered this, I found four obstacles that I think often get in our way. Number one, we don't stop long enough to ask. If you're with us in episode 93, where we talked about the B word, you know what I mean. We live in a state of chronic busyness and nothing is going to change unless we do. So listening to this podcast is taking a step in that direction. And so is going through this exercise with God. He would love to have a conversation with you about these things. Number two, when we do ask, we don't know what we desire. I don't know about you, but for a lot of years, I thought it was selfish to have wants. So I always deferred to someone else, whatever you want, honey, or whatever you choose kids. But I'm here to tell you, I've learned it's okay to have desires. And when they are God honoring, they're actually selfless. And they're there for a purpose to grow, grow us and bless others. Number three, when we do know what we desire, we don't know how to start. My friend, how many times have you felt that Holy Spirit nudge and yet fear of the unknown or comparison of those who are further or perfectionism of having it all figured out are keeping you from taking the first step? The first step is always the hardest, but in partnership with God, he will make the way clear. And number four, 
When you do finally start, we don't know how to see it through to completion. So often we've looked back at the times we've started and stopped, the times we stepped out and slipped up, the times we began strong and never saw the finish line. So don't let your past results or the lack thereof dictate what you can do moving forward. Girl, I want you to know that wherever you are in this journey, I've got you because every step of the way I've been there too. And even better, he's got you. So let's lock arms, stop only dreaming while you sleep and then sleepwalking through your day and start dreaming with your eyes and heart wide open. Today, we'll work on step one and two, pausing and pondering, putting our attention on the eight important areas of our life by slowing down and asking good questions. Then in the next few episodes, we'll work on step three, how to start by creating your affirmations and intentions. And step four, how to see it through to completion with implementation. Are you ready for it? Now, there are two ways you may choose to use this episode. One way is to do this exercise all the way through in one sitting. Maybe the kids or grandkids are all occupied playing with their new toys or enjoying a movie marathon, or maybe your house is now empty after all the guests have left so you can have extended time to yourself. If so, with pushing pause to do the work for each area of attention, you'll want to carve out about 30 to 40 minutes. Or you can do this in pieces, taking one area of your life and giving it five to seven minutes of attention each day over the next week. Either way, it works, and it's always good to work on you. And if you're a faith-led woman, be sure to intentionally invite God to be part of the conversation and ask his spirit to guide and direct you. He is Emmanuel, God with us. As Trevor Hudson writes in Pauses for Advent, in that promise of God with us, he says, I am with you. And with that comes an invitation. Will you be with me? With is a really powerful word that evokes a sense of connection and partnership. So we can choose to live with God or without him. If you're choosing the former, which I hope you do, as you approach each area of attention, I want you to say to God, God, I want to do this with you. And then expect God to work with you and through you in everything you do. Because he knows and loves you. He knows all of your days before even one of them came to be. He's given you life and breath and a purpose. One that is to ultimately glorify him by knowing him and making him known. In 2 Peter 3.18, it says, Grow in the grace and knowledge of the Lord Jesus Christ. To him be the glory. And in John 17.3, Jesus himself reminds us, This is eternal life, that they may know you, the only true God, and Jesus Christ whom you have sent. So before we go any further, take a few minutes to get quiet with him, to invite him in, to confess anything that might get in the way, and to ask him to direct your focus. And then we're going to walk through each of the eight key areas of attention in your life. I want you to keep these two big questions in mind for each category. In light of the fact that I am redeemed by him, who is God calling me to be in this area? And what would faithfully respond to his voice in walking towards that look like? Then we'll journal about the what. What that with God dream looks like for that area of your life a year from now, as if it's already happened. And the why. Why is that important? How will it grow your faith, yourself, your relationships, and your impact this year? Does that make sense? As a quick summary for each area, I'm going to ask you some questions to get you thinking, and then just push pause. You may even want to play a worship song and write out your what and your why with God. And like I said, I'm doing this right along with you, my friend. So let's start with the foundation of it all as faith-led women. Area number one, faith walk. A year from now, how connected do you feel to God? 
How are you plugged into a faith community to learn, grow, and serve? What does regular time in the Word and prayer look like? How does your faith guide your life, help resolve conflict and address issues? How often do you reflect on your faith throughout the day? How does forgiveness look towards others as one who has been forgiven? How comfortable are you in sharing your faith with others? I trust those questions have given you some specific things to think on. Push pause. Give yourself about five minutes to journal about your with God dream for your faith walk and why it matters. Then come back to me for the next area. Area number two, family. This could include your spouse, your children, your grandchildren, parents, in-laws. Make this fit your family. And ask yourself, a year from now, how do you feel about your family connections? What does meaningful time together look like? What kinds of conversations do you have with your family? What time do you set aside undistracted with your family? If you're married, what does your relationship with your spouse look like? If you're a parent, what does your parenting or grandparenting look like in the stage of life that your kids or grandkids are in? If you have aging parents or extended family who need your support, what does that look like? How do you support, encourage, and respect your family members? And how do they treat you in those ways? What memories are you creating with your family? I trust those questions have given you some specific things to think on. So push pause, give yourself about five minutes to journal about your with God dream for your family relationships and why it matters. Then come back to me for the next area. Three, friendships. Since we're thinking about relationships a year from now, how do you feel about the friends you spend the most time with? What does your network of friends look like? How do you want love, support, and empower from them? And how do they do the same for you? How do you challenge one another? How do you communicate with and connect with your friends? Are there friends you want to bring into your inner circle? And are there friends you need to remove? What memories are you creating with your friends? What are you now able to say to your friends or to a specific friend? I trust those questions have given you some specific things to think on. So push pause. Give yourself about five minutes to journal about your with God dream for your friendships and why it matters. Then come back to me for the next area. Number four, service. Now, this could include any work you do, whether paid or unpaid, in a job, a business, volunteering, full-time raising kids or grandkids. A year from now, how satisfied do you feel about your work or service? How does your work or service meet your financial and personal needs and goals? How do you work and serve in a way that is in alignment with your purpose? What kinds of goals do you set for your work? What do healthy boundaries around work time and family friend, me time look like? How do you use your gifts and abilities in your work and service? How does your work and service impact the lives of others? Do you want to stay long-term in your work or is there something else you want to do or start building on the side? I trust those questions have given you some specific things to think on, so push pause. Give yourself about five minutes to journal about your with God dream for your work and service and why it matters. And then come back to me for the next area. Number five, finance. A year from now, how do you feel when you look at your bank account or you're paying your bills? How are you saving for the future in emergencies? What does your debt look like? How does your monthly income look in relation to your monthly expenses? What do your investments look like? What does your tithing and giving look like? What guides your financial decisions? 
How are you stewarding the resources that God has given you? I trust those questions have given you some specific things to think on. So push pause, give yourself about five minutes to journal about your with God dream for your finances and why it matters. Then come back to me for the next area. Number six, wellness. This includes both your physical and mental wellness. What does your overall health look like a year from now? How close are you to your ideal weight? What describes your mental health? How do you respond emotionally to stress and challenges? How often do you exercise and how does it feel? How active are you outside of exercise? How are you practicing relaxation and rest daily, weekly, monthly, and seasonally? How are you fueling your body with food and drink? How do you feel about yourself when you look in the mirror? I trust those questions have given you some specific things to think on. So push pause, give yourself about five minutes to journal about your with God dream for your wellness and why it matters. And then come back to me for the next area. Seven passions. This area includes personal growth, hobbies, adventure, fun. So one year from now, how do you rate the enjoyment in your life? What are you enjoying right around you? What new things or experiences are you trying? What hobbies or personal passions are you pursuing? What are you learning? What bucket list items are you checking off? How enjoyable do others say that you are to be around? How do you make time for enjoyment and make sure it does not interfere with your responsibilities? How do you enjoy the gifts God has given you in his creation? I trust those questions have given you some specific things to think on. So push pause, give yourself about five minutes to journal your with God dream for your enjoyment and why it matters Then come back to me for the next area. Number eight, dwelling. This includes the space in which you live, your home, your neighborhood, your community. A year from now, how do you feel in your home? What spaces in your home are important and what are you doing to make them feel the way you desire? How do the systems in your home feel? No, not the air conditioning or the heating system. I'm talking dishes, laundry, cleaning, paperwork, storage, all those systems. In what ways do you open up your home to others? How often do you host guests in your home? How do those who live with you or visit feel when they walk into your home? How are you serving those in your neighborhood or in your community? I trust those questions have given you some specific things to think on. So push pause, give yourself about five minutes to journal your with God dream for your dwelling and why it matters. And then come back to me for an important reminder. Girl, yay for you. How does it feel to have a with God dream, a clear vision for each area of your life? If you're like me, it's exciting to not just be stuck in survival or default mode. Keep this somewhere you will visit often. In fact, you've probably heard me talk about my life script. It's a recording I made on my phone of my with God vision for each of these areas of my life so it stays top of mind. Not only does it keep areas from falling in the cracks, it also puts my brain on alert to make it happen. I recorded my current one about a year ago, and I've already seen things that have happened or changed. So this week, I will be re-recording mine to reflect where I feel God is leading me to be in this next year. And remember, everything in this life should tie back to where your treasure is and kingdom purposes that are eternal. In Matthew 6, 19 through 21, Jesus reminds us, do not store up for yourselves treasures on earth where moth and rust destroy and where thieves break in and steal, but store up for yourself treasures in heaven where neither moth nor rust destroys, and where thieves do not break in or steal. For where your treasure is, 
there your heart will be also. Where your focus is, there will your heart be also. What is it that God has given to you in your life? Who is he calling you to be? And what is he calling you to do with it? Remember, this is not our forever home. We're just here for a time. So we are simply stewards of the time, relationships, resources, and bodies he has given us. So as you dream with him this week, think about how these areas are an investment in kingdom purposes this year. This first step, attention, stopping long enough to get quiet with him, is going to open up dreams that may have been buried for a while by all the things in your life that got filled up with busy. And naming what you desire and what he desires for you in this season is going to grow your faith exponentially to believe bigger than where you've been living. So lean into the process and take as much time as you need in these eight areas of attention. And next week, we'll lock arms together with him to figure out where to start by creating intentions. Now, just in case you're multitasking or cleaning up the kitchen from all your hosting, let me quick review those eight key areas. Faith walk, family, friends, service, finance, wellness, passions, dwelling. If you have questions or want help with your areas of attention, I'll leave my email in the show notes along with a few other places to grab resources to support your journey to living out his purpose for your life. But before I go, may I pray for you? Dear Father, thank you so much that you know each woman listening inside and out. You know where she's been, you know where she is, and you know where she's going. Help her to trust that you have put her here for such a time as this and to steward her time and resources well for kingdom purposes. May your spirit prompt her as she reflects and dreams in these areas with you about what you have for her and the impact they will make for your kingdom. Help her to not give in to fear or comparison or busyness or lack of focus any longer, but to redeem her time because she is redeemed. Thank you that you know all of her days, both in the year to come as well as those that she's already walked. We rest in the truth that your ways are always higher than ours and step into this next year with grateful anticipation, gratitude for what you've already done and anticipation for what is yet to come. And may she know that she is never alone. In Jesus' name, amen. So let's continue the conversation and implementation over in the Redeem Her Time community. That's our exclusive community off social where we can encourage, challenge, and come alongside one another, distraction-free, around topics like we've talked about today. We're going to focus on one area a day for the next seven days, so come join us. And once you're in, you can access the community online or via an app to make it even easier. Inside the community, we have live calls, exclusive content, and so many resources to help you make lasting change. And did I mention you can join the last week of December at the special founder member pricing when you use the link in the show notes? It's definitely the place to be if you want to take the next step to redeem your time. So let's meet up over there. Just go to lissafiggins.com forward slash join dash founder. And of course, I'll leave that link in the show notes. And don't forget to grab your free guide to simplify your focus in five minutes. Thanks for joining me for this episode. And until next time, remember... You do have all the time you need to do all he has called you to. Focus on who and what matters most to redeem your time with him, because you are here for such a time as this. Hey friend, before you go, were you touched by this episode? I pray it blessed you, challenged you, or grew you in a way that moves you to take action in your life. So what was the one thing that God laid on your heart today? 
I'd love to hear. So I'll drop a link in the show notes for where to share while it's top of mind. If this podcast added value for you before the crazy busy world creeps back in, would you share this episode with someone you know that's been praying for a breakthrough? And it would mean the world to me if you, while you're here, you take a quick minute to leave a review on the platform where you're listening. That way, I know if you're liking the show. Plus, it just makes my heart smile. And before we go, I want to remind you, go grab your free guide to simplify your focus in five minutes for those times when you feel like you're going in a million directions, but not getting anywhere. Tell me where to send it at lissafiggins.com forward slash five. Of course, I'll drop the link in the show notes because I know you're a busy girl. Be careful then how you live, not as unwise, but as wise, redeeming the time because these are difficult days. Ephesians 5, 15 through 17. I'll see you next week, friend. God bless.